Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Real Exes of Portland podcast. I'm Heather. And I'm Sophie. And I'm Amy. We want you to join us from wherever you are, whether you're a mama hiding in your bathroom, driving in the car, or working out at the gym. But regardless, we want you to come as you are. So grab a glass of wine because it's Wine Wednesday. Cheers. Well, hello again, friends. Thank you for joining us. Welcome back. This is Heather. And this is Sophie. And this is Amy. And we are the Real Exes of Portland. And last episode, we were talking about how we all met, and we started in reverse order, and we heard Sophie's story, and today we're going to continue, and we are going to hear the next ex, Amy. (laughs) Hello. Oh, Amy, you're the the center of the universe of this Mr. X. That is. She is like the one that has brought... Well, she is the most important. She's the one that brought all four of us together. Yeah, exactly. That's right. So this so, might take two or three no. podcasts. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll try. Anybody who really knows me outside of this podcast knows that this is going to be an issue. But <laughs> we're going to we're going to we're going to take a lot of info into a few minutes. But okay. um, I think I met Mr. X in September of. 2019 no sorry scratch that <laughs> I met the, the Mr. X in gosh 2018 yeah it was 2018 and uh we started chatting on a dating app it was either match or bumble because those were the only two I was on and he looked charming his photos were extremely attractive I will add, I think we all can attest to that. He's definitely an attractive, yeah. yes. an attractive man. Yes. He, his photos were attractive and they seemed fun. One was his dog and him running in an area near my home. And then another one was very businesslike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, running. I've never known this person to be athletic. <laughs> Yes, this person was running in the photo, or at least it looked like he was, was running. Was he running in the away photo. from someone? <laughs> Quite possible. <laughs> but. Quite possible. Yeah, quite possible with the track record. But okay, yes, which. Okay. I mean, there's some. Yeah, anyway. So. Yeah, the the pictures were attractive. I actually he actually asked to meet for a breakfast date, so I met him before work, um, on a day where I didn't have my kids, and um, we had a great breakfast date. I actually kind of like breakfast dates, so they were fun. It was different. Nobody had taken me on a breakfast date before, so I thought that was kind of cool. He was driving a vehicle. But not his vehicle. It was Miss X number two. It was her vehicle. <laughs> Miss X. There's I love a, it. There's a theme here. He kind of overlaps. Right. Yes. There was Miss X number two. I did know that it was her vehicle. But he was driving and he met me and we had a great time. 
The second breakfast date, though, he forgot his wallet. We were there and he forgot. Oh, what what I will say in the first date is that we had a great time. However, his pictures from what were posted on the, on the dating app were about 25 pounds heavier than who he was in reality. And there is a reason for that. The reason is not true, but there is a reason for that. Are we going to get into that later? In a minute. Okay. And so, anyway, uh, the second date, (laughs) the second date, we, yeah, he didn't have any, um, he forgot his wallet, so I covered it. Shit happens. I get it. We're, you know, not a big deal. And then the third date, though, he asked if we could do coffee, but in the van. <laughs> we were supposed to meet for breakfast, but he had his slippers on. Was because- in a 1970s Chevy van with no windows down by the river? <laughs> with a sticker if rocking, don't come knocking. Well, it was a minivan. Oh. <laughs> Like a disco ball? No. Red velvet? No. When you open up the door and all the smoke comes That would have been a red flag to get out right away. (laughs) No, he was taking his daughter to school. And (laughs) in his slippers. He was dropping her off at school. Because she was was a teenager. She was in high school. So then he said... When I got when I parked next to him, he said, "Well, I have my slippers on. Do you mind if we just get coffee and chat in the car?" And I was like, "Okay, odd, but you know, again, I have three kids. Crap happens all the time, so that's just kind of <laughs> what I rolled it off to be. As crap happens, we had a great conversation. Wait a minute. So you climbed into the van? <laughs> no, in I did the, not in climb the, in the school. <laughs> No, no. Outside, not too far from the restaurant, it was in a very local public community. There was no moving vehicle. Nothing was rocking? Nothing was rocking. Nothing was rocking. We had a a fun date, and then he told me that he was ready for me to meet his daughter. Because... After, was this the third Yeah, this date? was the okay. third date, and he was telling her all about me, and she wanted to meet me. So I was like, okay, whatever. We went to the spaghetti factory in Portland, and of course, she's wonderful. I love her. We We're, all love her. We all love her. She's amazing. Thank you, and I am the mother. <laughs> she's a wonderful girl. Yes, Beautiful. she is. She's awesome. And from there on... We started dating exclusively. Now, after the third date, though, there were issues with X number two, and he needed to get out of her place right away. Wow, and that sounds familiar. <laughs> Does, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> he needed to get out of her place right away because there were issues between mom and daughter. And now that I know the story, those issues were valid from a mother's perspective. But he made them out to be like ex number two and daughter, 
were fighting and he had to move out because it was because they because they weren't getting along and uh, really in doubt um, they weren't getting along because daughter was telling X number two that he was not who he said he was <laughs> and he was playing the system in their family and in that relationship and he he needed to leave daughter wanted him to leave as soon as possible and and all of those things are valid so uh mr x said he needed a place and he gave me the amount of money he was looking for and um couldn't find a place right away because that happens a lot in our area and he told me that he didn't have savings because he had spent that savings money on cancer treatment. Oh, <clears throat> and so, um, so for me, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, that's awful. Okay, you can stay with us just very temporarily while you look for a place. And then um, that was in October. He moved in in October, which was like six weeks. And normally I would never let somebody move in with me. Like, that's just something I don't do. I had a wonderful boyfriend before. If I was going to let anybody move in, it would have been him. <laughs> but I can get that health and medical issues happen. And therefore, he was just going to stay with us temporarily. And then temporarily. I went to that person's yes. medical appointment. And I asked such doctor about these cancer treatments, like the, the issues we were talking about, the medical issues we were talking about. And the doctor never talked about cancer. He kept saying other things, other diagnosis and other things, but never actually about cancer. And that got me thinking that there are too many unresolved stories that have a little bit of truth, but what's on the other side? Was it really truthful? Was he being truthful? Was he being honest? I don't know. So fast forward January, he's staying with us, couldn't find a place. We actually roomated really well together. And so he just lived with us at the time. And then I reached out to a family member about all of these issues I was having, all of these concerns, and she, was able to fill in some pieces while he had cancer pre-cells, which lots of us have cancer pre-cells. Um, he didn't actually have cancer. So that was just a red flag for me. We ended our relationship, but he still lived with us for a number of reasons. <clears throat> and then in late spring, well, I'll back up. When I spoke with family member, she asked me, to um, not say anything else and she would reach out to Heather mm -hmm. and she had a conversation with Heather and then she called me back and, and Heather's <clears throat> ex number one yeah Heather is I'm the OG <laughs> <laughs> shit <laughs> and I had met Heather actually before you're the OX you're <laughs> Lox. the OX Lox. <laughs> the OX <Hey. laughs> No, no, if I like that actually. <laughs> Sorry. So, no. I tease, I tease. Okay. so um, 
family member tells me to reach out to Heather and I reach out to Heather and ask a series of questions and she is able to fill in the gaps for me. That some things were fishy, some things weren't entirely true, somewhat true, but not entirely true. And from there, I took that information and we broke up, but we still remained to be roommates. And things were very rocky for a number of months. And then June of 2019, yeah, June of 2019, we, he decided that he wanted to clean up his life and wanted to do life differently and wanted to stop telling stories and wanted to actually be honest. And therefore, he got a legitimate job. And we signed a lease to the house that I have now, not with him anymore, but <laughs> I have the house now. And um, we lived together for a year and a half. We, you got like he didn't even have a bank account. No, right? didn't have a bank account, didn't have anything. But, and a lot of that was in result to poor choices he made earlier in his life. And just didn't necessarily want the accountability with any kind of decision that you put money into, you sign a lease to, that all takes some kind of maturing and accountability. And he didn't want it to, he didn't want to do that before. So I said, you know, I'm a single parent. You're a single parent. I can't really afford this house by myself. You would like to upgrade so your daughter can come hang out with us more. And that's why we got the house that we got. But we were not a couple. Then in August of 2019, um, we thought about being a couple. We were a couple for like three weeks. <laughs> I told him that I don't necessarily, at this point in time, I don't date. I'm not just going to date to have some man in my children's lives. Like, that's ridiculous. So we were either going to grow up and mature and do this life together, or we weren't. And I wasn't going to BS through it. I was going, I, we were going to make a conscious decision that if we we're going to sign up now to have a relationship, that was a relationship we were going to get married into or have a long, like, relationship into. And he said all the wonderful things, said all the perfect things. We were living together. He was paying his portion of the bills at the time. But in the end, like three weeks later, he was not really about the relationship and was way more into friends and gaming than all the other aspects of like parenting and, you know, being in a real genuine relationship. So, yeah. Interesting. This, some, yeah. some of these details I did not know. I knew <laughs> some, like I knew like bits of it, but um, I didn't. <clears throat> yeah, that was very interesting yeah. to hear because um, – because he had told me, so when I started dating him in March, he had said that you guys had broken up about three or four months before that. So Okay, so there is a, a little piece to that. That is tr We physically broke up in September, but we when we had moved into the house, all the kids were like, he was in a different room. The kids were in different rooms. And then when we be, when we said, hey, we're going to do this for life, uh, he, I moved my daughter out of my room. He moved into my room. And the kids had their own rooms, respectively, or shared rooms. <clears throat> and then um, 
once we had broken up, once I was like, you BSed me, you told me all these things and, and you're not following through. Like, don't tell me you're going to marry me if you're not actually going to act like somebody who wants a genuine relationship and actually wants to be present instead of gaming all the time. Then, um, then we need to break up. But we had just moved the kids into their rooms. Ugh. And oh, man. Heather's daughter, who's just so wonderful, my daughter loves her. And they were so excited to have a room together to decorate it. And what, I mean, she was a teenager and my daughter was not. Like, what, what young teenage woman or a young gal would want to stay with not my teenage girl who was quite a few years younger than her in a room together and I was like this is not their fault so we're going to work this out like we're going to be separate even though we're still in the same room um and we're going to work this out until you know shit happens like we can move or however it happens but neither one of us can move at the time and we will tell the kids but I'm not going to tell the kids just yet because we just told them that we were going to spend a life together. Oh, for heaven's sake. So anyway, we did we did break up in September. The kids didn't actually know that we broke up until January of 2020. And, you know, there are a million reasons for that. And when they found out, they had kind of put all the pieces together. Like, things weren't great. I think kids know more than we yeah. realize. I think, <clears throat> I know my son is extremely smart and just, you know, very aware, aware yeah. and um, They're intuitive observant. and observant. Yeah. 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 So it's, and, it's not surprising. I think people don't give kids enough credit. Yeah, I agree. And mm-hmm. it, it wasn't entirely hard for my kids because – the kind of relationship I had with Mr. X, even though we were in the same bedroom, was kind of similar to the relationship I had with my ex-husband. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, my children saw dysfunction and a distorted health, you know, a distorted uh, view on relationships, healthy relationships mm-hmm. from the get-go. So they weren't entirely shocked by anything. And then... We, I had a whole series of all kinds of things that happened with Mr. X. And in the end, they, there was just little moments of truth and so much of the lies after it and the deceit after it. And so <clears throat> we both were dating other people. We were both on dating apps, you know, which is difficult to do when A – not only do you live together, but B, you share the same bedroom oh together. Which is not necessarily something that he brought up at the time. <laughs> oh. But he did eventually tell me because he had to admit to it. Because I think you had, um, <clears throat> I think you started dating your now husband and you had to make some arrangements. And Mr. X had to go back into a room mm-hmm. And oh my yeah. goodness! So, so rooms were—I remember him telling me, "Oh, I have to move out. I'm making room for everybody." And oh, he was just so so agitated, I had to, like <laughs> agitated. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. you can no. imagine. Yeah. In November, I took myself off of dating apps, and I wasn't going to date anybody. I had this shit show of a life. Um, 
life was dysfunctional. Kids were, I'm, I'm trying to be as healthy as possible in the circumstance to be the best example I could possibly be in the circumstance. And I wasn't going to date at all. Mr. X was dating other people and that was fine. I didn't care. And so I met my current husband, um, December of 2019. And, uh, he actually, we met on Instagram, the oddest of ways. (laughs) However, in the end, we just met to be friends, two people talking on Instagram. We had a lot in common, lived locally. And, um, we met in just before Christmas of 2019 and I told my husband now Brian he said I would like to get to know you and I was like you know I'm not I'm not dating because I live with my ex-boyfriend and we're roommates (laughs) and and we actually say, share the same bedroom. And so I'm just going to tell you, like, this is my life. And it really is. It's a shit show. It is a shit show. And it, I mean, there's just no other description about it. And um, I just told them that it was messy. And who would want to be a part of my messy show? Like, I don't want to be a part of it. My kids don't want to be a part away. of it. Yeah. You want to no, hide in the bathroom. We do. Yeah. And no, nobody wants to be a part of that. No other man wants to be a part of that in my eyes. And my um, husband now looked at me and said, I don't want to be access baggage in your life. I just want you to fit me in. And I think you're worth it. And it takes a very special kind of man <laughs> to say you're worth it while you live in the same house as your ex and you still share a bedroom. <laughs> so after that, yes, Mr. X did have to move into a bedroom that he had when my kids were gone at their dad's house. And then he slept on the couch. <laughs> and at, at one point in time, uh, while Sophie was dating Mr. X, um, my Brian was living in the house. Yes, it was. COVID happened oh. like three months after I dated Brian and uh, his lease was up and we knew that we wanted to get married that year. And so what's the point of signing another lease? And nobody had money. So the while it was like super messy, super messy (laughs) (laughs) nobody had money so what do you do so brian moved in with us and paid the other part of the bills mr x didn't have his job because he quit his job during covid and which he told me he didn't he said he lost his job because they closed it yeah he told me that too however my ex-husband had to tell me (laughs) (laughs) that he quit his job so he quit his job and so i met I moved Brian in and then Mr. X moved out like two or three weeks later. And I've only seen him a handful of times since. So. Wow. Yeah. Oh, right. Like, I need to take a deep breath. I know. I think I need another <laughs> glass of wine. If I and that was a very condensed version. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. I might add. <laughs> so. 
We are just trying to be respectful, though, also. Yeah. You know, well, not trying. We are yeah. being respectful. Yeah. I mean. There's enough pieces to the story that we are allowing you into our lives because we are real people. We are real women. We have all been out there on the dating field, and you don't know what's going on, and all kinds of people, men lie, women lie, mm-hmm. everybody lies, and so this is a piece of our puzzle. So we don't want you to think that we have perfect lives because we have all, you know, we've all had our own, yeah. you know, piece of the shit show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so we, we are giving you enough details to know that we know that it happens to other women out there and you're not alone, but we want to be respectful that he still has a life. He still lives in Oregon. And he and Heather have a beautiful and wonderful daughter that we all love and adore and also want to be respectful to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we love her. So Well, thank you. <laughs> She's a wonderful girl. I think she gets it all from her mother. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. What can I say? Oh, my gosh. So oh, I think cool. we're good with this. So thank you. Uh, that was awesome. Um, and we're going to continue this story and next the saga. week we will continue the saga. Now, is it going to be me, the OG? No. Or no. is it going to be, it should be, number, it should be number two, two which Miss is X, not a number two. It's <laughs> going to be Miss X number two, two. the second Miss X. X. Yes. Okay. You're the ox, though. That's right. <laughs> the second. The original X. <laughs> the original. <laughs> the original X, the ox. Ah, uh, so we'll see you next week, everybody. Woo! Thanks so much Thank for joining you. us. And clink, clink, cheers. <laughs> Pretend we're clinking our wine or glass. Good morning. All right. Oh, sorry. <laughs>